Welcome to the No Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Santos, with your co-hosts, Sam Schnee and Juliana McKenna. We're back for another week, guys, because consistency is our thing, all right? I'm not, I'm not putting on this big smile right now. Late. <laughs> Even though this is going up like a week late. Oh. Um, so let's, let's start off with Sam, is you know? I think it's two weeks late, but it's you know, a lot has happened in these two weeks, which is why we actually have stuff to talk about. So it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. We're trying yes, to give so. you guys off, a, please. a quality over quantity experience. Who's leading us off? Sanders. All right. I think I'm leading us off. Uh, so decent amounts happened recently. Uh, school is coming to a close with me. I have two or three weeks left. Uh, I've already signed up for my classes for next quarter. Uh, I am officially going to be living on campus. I'm so excited about. I officially got housing. I'm going to be rooming with the person I was supposed to be rooming with uh, this year. And I'm going to be staying in the honors dorm, despite the fact that I'm no longer an honors student. Uh, For the viewers that don't know, because I don't think I've ever mentioned this, uh, I was an honors student but I dropped it because I didn't want to take a language requirement. I wanted to use those, that like period of time to focus on other subjects that I uh, was more interested in. So I dropped it, um, but they apparently didn't care. So I'm still going to the honors housing. Is the honor housing like very nice? Um, I don't think the housing itself, actually it is because uh, sophomores outside of honors aren't allowed to stay in dorms. You have to stay in like an apartment system, mm-hmm. uh, which is similar but more expensive. And so I get to stay in the dorms. Oh, that's cool. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'll move on to uh, me. Oh wait, did you damn, have more? Damn, you just have... cut wait, him off. Sorry, just I like didn't know that, if you were um... trying to transition. <laughs> <laughs> One last thing. Uh, we've all been over the weeks talking about uh, working out. I finally on this whiteboard here, I have a workout schedule fully planned out that I've been sticking to, uh, which sucks. I hate it, but who cares? We're sticking with it. Getting gains. There we go. Inspirational right, right go. Now you can go, You're, Oh my God, you have an entire, th- oh my gosh, that's so much responsibility. I commend yeah, you. Dude, if I, I don't never. have this, if I don't have this thing, I'm not going to do it because I mark off every one of the different exercises I do. And so it puts pressure on me. Like I see like, oh, this day I missed this exercise. Oh, I got to make that up. I got to get better at doing that. Uh, So it holds me accountable for actually working out. I really do commend you. I swear. That's impressive. Okay. What has been going on? I have been going just through with school. School doesn't really end for me ever, so unless I choose it to, but it's just continuous. I don't get a summer break is what I'm trying to say. But anyway, school's going. School's going fine. It's fine. But I am planning on my moving situation. I'm planning to move in August and I was just looking at housing and I just signed up for the roommate newsletter for my particular school. So I'm looking for roommates within my school. Or I might just move alone and I'm still trying to figure that one out yet. I don't think I have anything near as professional as what Sam's doing, but I went to the, I signed up for a gym membership. And so I went a couple times. So that's just me. Nothing. I'm not putting myself to any standard. It's just, I was incredibly bored and I needed something to do, which is not commendable. It's just, I need something to do with my days. Just been reading and playing so much Legend of Zelda. 
because I used to have it on the Wii U and then I sold Which that. One? Uh, Breath of the Wild. Just I'm replaying that one. Got it, got it. I never finished Breath of the Wild. Like I never defeated Ganon. I just did all of the Divine V stuff and then I gave up. So I'm doing it again on the Switch and I am having a much better time on the Switch. It's so much easier or now just because of my knowledge and also it's a Switch and I really do. I really am obsessed with it. But I also needed a break so I've stopped playing because I was playing like 48 hours in a row. Really bad. Oh, While still having Zelda school. is really hot, to be fair. Just had to slide that in there. She's definitely not 18. She's 17. <laughs> oh, she's... Okay, that's at least better, but that's yeah. still bad. Well, she's a video game character. Back to the James Charles situation she is, with the sexual She is a video game character. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that is so fun. And I've been getting... Oh, I've been listening to so much. If I'm going to give a recommendation to anything this week, I've been listening to so much of this particular podcast called the Simply Neological Podcast. And it's run by the YouTube channel Simply Neological. And they are very smart and they have a lot to say. I recommend it. They also make you crush your dreams about the YouTube community because they just tell you like, YouTube is incredibly hard and you'll never succeed. And we are just very lucky in the statistical equation of it all. And it just makes you hate the idea of becoming a YouTuber. But a good bit of realism for you and for me. How about you, Josh? That's nice right there, Julian. If anyone doesn't know, Julia has her own personal channel where she's striving to become a YouTuber and posts like maybe once every other month, once every three months like that. So... I'm sure she'll link it in the description or somewhere, but go and check her out because she's an up-and-coming star, I'm telling you. Ah! Uh, <laughs> thank uh, you, thank you. For my, like, week or past, like, two weeks, I took a plane to Santa Barbara, first class, because that's, you know, that's how we do. And we booked first class tickets, went to Santa Barbara, got picked up in L.A. Um, we met up with some, like, girls there that were coming back from Hawaii, went back to their apartment in Santa Barbara, and, like, we partied the entire weekend entire weekend uh drove back monday night like at 3 a.m got home woke up didn't really do anything got sick because my little niece was like sick and so i woke up with like a sore throat on monday night monday morning and partied again and monday night i made a decision you know what i might get the vaccine i might not tuesday rolls around i work out party again on tuesday night and then i'm like you know what i'll get the vaccine i woke up today made an appointment at like 12 o'clock, drove there at two, stayed in line for about 45 minutes, got my vaccine while I was sick to get even more sick. And now here I am thriving, guys. I'm telling you, I am thriving. I don't want to kill myself. I don't know. Uh, so I just dude, worked out the, before this. You're the embodiment of bad decisions, dude. What the hell? <laughs> you don't even have to make an appointment Jesus to get Christ. the COVID vaccine anymore. So I'm just like, you do. You know what I'm that's, what, that's you, what, not what it says in the billboard. Theoretically, <laughs> theoretically, you could go and just be like, "Hey, I know you're. I know you aren't fully booked. Just take me." And they probably would, but you're still supposed to. I'm supposed uh, to wait. Make an appointment. You have to wait forty-five uh, minutes. Wow. Yeah, there was because like you have to. There's like an observation center, right? And they only like have like a three-car limit for every observation line. And then there's also like, I don't know, they have their own logistical problems, but it is what it is. But I have been working out consistently since I got back from partying in Santa Barbara. Because uh, just like what Sam said, you know, it's not really to get like a good physique or like a, you know, a certain body standard. It's just for your personal health and, you know, making sure you feel the best you can be. Yep. 
that's my week and i personally loved every second of it until this point there is a fairly major announcement having to do with the podcast which if we don't want to talk about this we can cut it off uh but josh is joining the military showing oh, the navy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, motherfucker forgot he was joining the navy I thought this is like some podcast major like announcement, which it is. This which is it podcast is. because you're one of the three members of it is leaving. No, yeah, yeah. I am joining the, I'm getting shipped out June 10th. Uh, every Tuesday I have a PT yeah. meeting where I work out. This um, yesterday on Tuesday, I met like a high ranking officer. He's a master chief, so he's E9. And it's like a lot of respect because he worked his way up 10, 15 years in the, in the Navy. And it really just put some light on certain things for me. Um, he also recommended getting me the vaccine, which is why I also got it. Because uh, why not? And oh, yeah, I enjoy the Navy, guys. Which I'm getting the Pfizer bio. I got the Pfizer BioNTech, I think. Yeah. Pfizer gang. Pfizer's. Yeah, I am, I am joining the Navy, guys. Yeah, June 10th. Getting shipped out. Yeah. Oh, I had so one story. Who knows what that'll mean for the future of the podcast we'll be figuring it out as we go uh we might start doing far fewer episodes just whenever josh has any free time to record or we might go on a break or try doing it just me and juliana we'll we'll keep you all updated yeah i have one oh sorry. you first I have one story i just had a very interesting day and i thought i'd share it with the podcast because i haven't shared it yet I, yes, uh, a couple days ago, I was just, I don't know, living life. But my point is, is like my car broke down. And so I had to restart it. And once I did, I was like, okay, I'm going to drive around, try to recharge the battery. Previous life. I decide, oh, I want to go to the city. So I, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go to the city and just to recharge my battery. And so I'm going and I'm driving around and having fun. And I decide just because like Telegraph Hill, Parrots, I'm like, I'm going to go to Telegraph Hill and see what it's like. And I'm going around having fun. I end up finding a bunch of yard sales. I end up grabbing a lot of stuff. So like my car was entirely full of furniture. So the trip was already worth it. Very random, I understand. But after that, I was like, okay, I'm going to walk around Little Italy to enjoy what's going on. And I was walking around and I reached this one restaurant and it had live music. Everyone was dancing. Everyone was singing. And... I haven't seen live music in over a year. I was so like, I was, I couldn't even leave the restaurant. I had to stay and just like watch the music. And it was just so nice. I'd missed interactions and concerts and people for so long. And like seeing everybody being drunk and high and having fun. There was even a conure there. Like this lady had a conure on her back and she was smoking and she had him on his back. And it was just like, so like everything I wanted in that moment. So I stayed. And after the concert, like we're tipping uh, the musicians, I tipped this guy and someone comes up to me and he's like, I just think it's just so amazing that you tip that guy. Like it just shows how human you are. Not many people are very human anymore. And I didn't really know how to take that. But anyway, it was this- Do people court. not tip musicians anymore? Some people don't. Some, Some people, people don't, but it wasn't, it was no reason for him to like come over. He was just flirting with me is my point. Yeah. He's just, hmm. you're so amazing. You're so human. No one's human anymore. He was this 48 year old, like silver fox, like 
guy that lives on a boat and he called himself the crazy drunk. <laughs> and I had a two- Wait, he referred to himself as the crazy drunk? Yes, he was very what drunk, very, very wine drunk. And he was just, he just was talking to me and talking to me and talking to me. And it was like two hour conversation. And I mean, in the very beginning, I was like, I misspoke and I said, I'm under 18. But then I'm obviously, I'm 18. But I just misspoke and quickly said like, oh, I'm under 18. Oh, I'm actually 18. But he didn't hear that because he was drunk. Then he got mad at me for lying. He, had, he was a very strange man. And hey, weren't you mad drinking at... as well? No, no, no. How am I going to drink? I didn't bring my... I don't... <laughs> I'm not drinking. <laughs> I'm not drinking. No, I'm just Almost watching people drink. Yourself. Almost doubted yourself. Doubted nice myself. I was sober the entire time watching people be drunk. It was just... Like, the vibes were so good. I had to stay. The vibes mm-hmm. were so good. But mm-hmm. it was... He didn't believe in the vaccine. He didn't believe in 9-11. And he just kept talking about that shit over and over and over. And he was like, you've been injected with the vaccine. You're a fool. And all my sisters got injected with the vaccine and they're fools and they're done for and their brains have been soiled and like weirdest guy ever, weirdest conversation ever. And I ended up leaving Uh, after two hours. It was a very good conversation and my night would have been much more boring if he hadn't talked to me for two hours. But that's my story. Dude, I'm not gonna lie. I think you explored SF more in one night than I did like ever. Like, <laughs> I just don't like going to SF. Like, I don't either. It's so hard because you don't know what to do there sometimes. But the nightlife was perfect. Like you never like in San Francisco. Sometimes the nightlife is just hard to find, and you just see all these residential neighborhood houses that are like shitty, scary areas, and you're like, well, I don't want to stop in either of these places, no, but the nightlife was perfect. It was like all the, the businesses were open, everyone was eating and having fun, the live music. I recommend it. Like, if we all go out, I mean, we're not drinking. Sorry, Josh. <laughs> we could have a lot of fun. I mean, if we could, then we would. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. If I could, you know I fucking would drink and just have all the fun and dancing. There was so much dancing. I want to go dancing again so badly but anyway that's my story i can hear in your voice right there so badly like you just (laughs) broke right there like (laughs) i mean what i say (laughs) um well anyways looks like we all had a pretty eventful three you know three two weeks one and a half weeks whatever period that we just last uploaded in um which is great because sometimes you forget in life how amazing life is especially when you're quarantined and staying inside all day 24 7 and you kind of agree. you hit this like rinse and repeat button and you just do the exact same thing you sometimes forget life is amazing i've been watching josh's snapchats recently they look very fun you look like you've been having a very fun time or a very busy time stop don't flatter me come on oh oh i forgot i dyed my hair white oh it's even blonde. blonder it's even blonder now oh, take so. off the head. it looks Let's great it. it looks really good i haven't told you yet this is it's not style right now. but it's good Yes, yeah, my hair. Oh, right and you got all of it this time. It's all of just it. the Wow. Did you go somewhere or did you do it yourself? Uh, my friend did it in Santa Barbara. Right before That's... we were going out to like these huge ass parties. So it was perfect timing. Damn. That's so cool. Did you like were they like really cool parties or were like were they just like a bunch of people? Well, in Santa Barbara, there's like the street called Ivy. And once you go to Ivy, there's like every house has a party. So you just jump around, jump around, jump. And it's like hundreds of people, thousands. That's probably a thousand people. Josh, so you don't need invites. You just walk into some random person's house and just party. 
some houses they'll have like a bodyguard or like you know one of those frat like security guards right like you can't come in but you can come in so some houses will have like a bouncer a bouncer yeah but other houses you just walk in and you're good to go like wow Josh, we should go. Josh, we should go. Before you <laughs> Josh, go. Josh, we should go. <laughs> well, I've been down there three times in the past, like, four months. It's, it's a nice place. Well, next week, <sighs> the Demon Slayer movie. We all went to see it. It's yeah, true. it's time to move into Anime Lovers Anonymous. Woo! Woo! Do-do-do-do. All right, so I'll start. Who was that, Juliana? <laughs> she just, she's crazy really- right now. She's living her best life. Oh my gosh, the poor podcast people. I'm just sticking my tongue out. Nothing that exciting. But the Demon Slayer movie, we all went and we got to have the nice seats, got to enjoy it. it there's nothing like being in a theater person. There was like six other people in the It was six other empty. Yeah. So the nice. Were all six, all like eight of us were just concentrated in the back two rows in the center. Because everyone just wanted the best seats. We it stole was... this guy's seat. Yeah. Like, we were sitting in the middle, and he ended up coming. He's like, that's my seat. Dude, I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> I felt Ooh. it in my bones, but I was like, well, we're sitting here, so, like, whatever. You know, we could have just sat down and any other seat, like, a seat to the right. Like, I don't know why he had to go specifically to his seat. Like, I know it's his seat, but, like, there's so many seats. Out there. Because if you think about it, that was one of the best seats in the theater. It was, like, dead center back row. It was prim- a prime scene, so I'm was, sure he was like, oh, these motherfuckers came we here. We would have gotten it before him, too, because we were like, oh, we were buying these tickets before the movie was coming out, and I was I was the one that was like, let's just sit off to the left. We could have sat in the middle and taken that fucker's seat, but... It's all Juliana's fault. Like, it's so. all my fault. <laughs> Everyone blame Juliana. All right, Josh, start us off. What do you think? Um, so, personally, I was super excited for the movie because um, I hadn't, like, watched anime in a while. And when I sat down, at first I was really annoyed because I wasn't used to anime still. It's been a couple months. And then I just got so drawn into it. Like, there was these moments that just hit. And I would reflect on those moments in the movies with moments in my own life, obviously. So some correlation. And oh, wait, which ones? Which parts? Tears. Oh. Uh, so one moment would be him when he's stuck in a dream. And he oh, has to push his family. Spoiler. It is a spoiler. It is a spoiler. I'm sorry, guys. But you guys will probably never watch it because you guys don't really watch anime anyways. But here's the Do thing. Do we know anything about our audience? <laughs> don't they watch us because we like anime? <laughs> I don't know. I know no, at I... least one person. People, comment down below uh, why you watch it. Because apparently, like, 15 people actually watch us on YouTube. So Really? Wow. That's yeah, sad. if you watch us, like, on average around 15... Uh, Comment down below either how you found us or why you watch us. Uh, and if you're on Spotify, feel free to hop on over to YouTube for a quick second. Still comment. We'd still love to hear from you. <laughs> if you're all my siblings and if you're my mother and my father, hi. <laughs> <laughs> if you're Juliana 15 times, hello again, all right? <laughs> it's me at least two of those times because I'm re-watching the videos all the time. All right. Also, shout out to the Chicago people. Hey. We know who you are. We know who you are. All right. So, anyways, uh, from one moment specifically was like when he was stuck in a dream, and he had his family. Because, spoiler alert, his entire family died in a previous season, and he had to make the decision to like continue to move on into reality and not stay stuck in the dream, um, even though like it takes a lot of heart and takes a lot of courage. And I just started bawling because I was like, "Damn, like you just 
damn it was it was a moment and i felt that it was so funny because i'm so i'm in the middle of these two and on my right i have josh who's sniffling and crying and i'm trying to comfort him and then on my left juliana's over here laughing and heckling the movie <laughs> tell me who's the sociopath who's the sociopath i'm just trying to peacefully <laughs> enjoy my movie and i got josh side and juliana cracking up and i'm sitting here like you motherfuckers better be quiet so i can enjoy this movie <laughs> it's that's so funny oh my god i don't know why it makes me crack up i just I can't, I can't talk about it, John, just keep going. <laughs> um, so anyways, there was that moment right there. And then there's also another moment where I think that just spoke humanity in one essence, which is there's the villain, obviously the antagonist, and there's obviously a protagonist, but there's also another protagonist where that's like a hero or a mentor. mentor. And the mentor was fighting with the antagonist and he was giving it his all and all that. And then at the last moment, the mentor dies and protagonist chases after the antagonist because the sun starts to come and demons can't be in the sun obviously and the antagonist starts to run in the forest and the protagonist keeps saying why is it always like this why do we have to try our best and we still fail he gave it his all and he was gonna win but you only won because you have these crazy abilities some bullshit abilities that shouldn't be possible and the protagonist was bawling his eyes out and i was bawling my eyes out because it's so true in real life you just can't control some things and you give it your best and you still fail. And I just related to that so much and I was bawling again. I honestly found the movie a little funny. We watched this one review of it after the fact and I feel like the guy who reviewed it really did a wonderful job. But, (laughs) because John sent us the link, he like acknowledged the fact that there was a lot of, like last week? Really? It was on the group chat. chat. Yeah, it's in the group really? chat. Really? I missed Sam, that. You dropped. Oops, you dropped the oops, ball. My bad. My bad. <laughs> Flopping the ball oh, in those yeah, I, I didn't watch that. Oops. But Anyways. He acknowledged the fact that there's a lot of cliche tropes. Like, for example, like the bad guy. Um, yeah, that's the only one I can really think of. I can't really think of all the cliche <laughs> The bad guy. The ba- <laughs> like the bad guy being, like his dialogue was very cliche. The dialogue of like, what was happening in some of these dreams was a little cliche. Like they were just like, like uh, I can't remember their names, uh, but the two boys Let's that are describe with describe them as people. Yeah, Tanchiro, the two guys with, uh, you know. Are we Sam, talking about? Are we talking you know, about the Sam. lightning boy or the boar? Both of them, the two of those two, okay. and they like both of their dreams are centered around Nezco and like have like they wanted to have her in her dream or something. Like it was just very cliche boar, boy dreams. Though the boars wasn't centered around. It was, his was really weird like they were all like rats the point. and they it was adorable all, it was so the cute the entire thing was that he isn't the one he's never the one in power and so in this dream the other three are now like subservient to him and, and that's so a, he gets to boss everyone else around it's a cliche thing to be like i want the power so this is my fantasy world where i get to be in control that trope is is cliche in its own way but it's also like it, they did a fabulous job with this movie. The animation is gorgeous. It's nice that they use the story from the actual manga series. A lot of movies never contribute to the actual TV shows and they're not parts of the mangas. They're just something that's like side stories that aren't, they're like OVAs. They're not really the same stuff. So this movie really um, fit this arc that was in the manga in a really 
tight, tightly knit way. And it was gorgeous. So, and it but, seems like season two of Demon Slayer will also be picking up where this movie uh, left off, which I do, which I do love that it's not some like nonsense, non-canon bullshit. I really appreciate that too. That's exactly, I love that. I think that's really great. And I just think that the the movie itself, just like there were parts of the movie that for me were a little cliche and I didn't appreciate, I don't know, like for example, this is spoilers again. We're, this is a spoilers moment. If you haven't seen it, please go watch it. You can watch it at the movie theaters. You can figure it out. You'll pirate it. I don't know how you do it. I don't really care. Just try to go to the movie theaters. The uh, Hashira dies. The Hashira, uh, the orange haired guy looks like a lion. He dies. And they're just crying over his body and they're so upset and they're so distraught. I did hate that moment. <laughs> I thought that moment was so cheesy. Not only was it very long, which is something that Sam mentioned, and I, I it's the only thing I can think of at the moment, but like it was a very long scene. And also just it just didn't really make a lot of sense because they didn't know him very well. They had only known him for like maybe a couple, like a dozen chapters or two dozen chapters. It just didn't really make a lot of sense for them to have such an emotional attachment to someone. And we didn't really see his character grow throughout the movie. We saw this very is where glim I disagree. glimpses of mo moments, like in his dream, we got to see parts of his dream, but his dream wasn't as emotional as Tanjiro's. Like Tanjiro had the most substantial dream. And then like the two of his friends, like they were very silly dreams and the Hashida's dream was very substantial, but it wasn't fleshed out as much as I had wanted it to because I felt like I was losing information. So it just didn't make sense to me that they were sobbing. It just didn't work for me. And I really don't appreciate like Tanjiro, like in the end, like he's like throwing a sword at this demon who kills the Hashira and it doesn't make any sense. He loses the sword, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I, I do partially disagree with that. I So I didn't, enjoyed the scene i thought it was a bad scene i'll explain why but i did think it made sense uh because first of all they've now gone on a mission and risked their life with this person which is kind of a lesser thing but also uh this is one of the eight or so people that they look up to the to the most it's like the people that they are aspiring to be um like when I don't know, whenever any celebrity dies, there's tons of fans who are seen just crying, which I think is a whole other issue. Uh, so I think it's understandable, but the reason I hated it is because they were crying and yelling for probably like five minutes or so. And I personally have a problem with crying in anime anyways, because it's not normal crying. They cry like, ah, like they just scream. They scream, but with tears coming out of their eyes. This is how I scream, this is how I cry. I'm personally offended. But it's so strange, because it's just constant screaming. I which, love it. I don't know, it just makes me, it just annoys me, but whatever. Um, I definitely agree with Sam, like the crying was a bit annoying, but I have to completely disagree with Juliana, because it made sense why the scene happened and why they was crying. Because, you know, when a mentor dies, you look up with them. Even if you don't, you weren't with them for a while. Just a day or a couple hours is enough for you to become attached. Especially if you're looking up to them. If they're in a field that's similar to yours, where they had to work really hard, go through so many different experiences, and you share the same, you know, grief with them, you know? Which is defending people, sometimes not making it there to defend them. Letting people get slaughtered because you're not fast enough or the enemy's too strong. So I really related to that. And I think 
you know, Tanjiro related to, to it too, and his teammates, and that's why they cried. And that's why even when he was running away, he threw that sword because it was a symbol. It was a symbol saying, you know what? Right now I'm not strong enough. Right now I can only cry on the sideline and be a little, be a little bitch. For soon in the future, in my come up arc, where I'm gonna trade my ass off, I'm gonna get to the point where I can actually be better than my mentor, where I can defend those families, where I won't want the same thing that happened to me in the past. That's completely true. I totally agree with that notion of like, it, it's a symbol. It symbolizes like, I'm going to get you for this. Not only am I taking revenge for my family in this entire story, I'm taking revenge for this man. I'm And you're going to die. And I thought that was in itself is very powerful. And I'm also not saying that men aren't allowed to cry. That is definitely not my point. The point, it, it felt like satire. Did anyone think that that was the point? <laughs> okay, I just want to flesh. I just want to make sure that's not where it sounds like. It, it to me, it it didn't feel respectful to someone's death, and I don't know why this is important to me. But I, I'm not really trying for to have anything religious in this. I'm just saying, like, it would make a lot of sense to me for them to like pray for him to like go into the afterlife or to like give him a proper burial like those are things that so i would funny. consider to be like very respectful things to do for dead people <laughs> and that didn't really happen except like once they were like once the news spread out that this man died like one of the men who is like he cries all the time and he's one of the eight important very i love him he, he cries so and he gives a sweet little prayer and i think that really like gave everything that i wanted in the end uh. His entire, his entire shtick is that he's, like, a monk, I guess, and he's so emotional that, like, anything good, anything bad, anything period just makes him break down into tears, and I think it's such a fun character. He ended up giving me exactly what I wanted. I like the fleshing out of everyone figuring out that this very beloved man had died, like, really resolved everything for me. But in that particular scene, I was like, shut, shut the, shut up. You can keep crying, but just can't, like move on. Let's move on. <laughs> or you can feel upset. But I think that the movie itself, I mean, we haven't really talked about it. It's called uh, The Demon Slayer on the Mugen Train. So they're dealing with their dreams because the demon itself is putting them under dreams, spells, slumber. He's more or less putting them into a deep sleep that theoretically they should never be able to wake up from. Uh, and they should, it should allow the demon to just kill them in their sleep. It's, it's a great premise, and I, I think, I personally, I was fighting for this. I was like, this is, like, Clue. I kept on saying that. That's not what Clue is about. I just was like, it's this is Clue! This is Clue! clue. <laughs> I was thinking of uh, Murder on the Orient Express. I've oh never even seen the movie. So I had no idea what she I was, was talking so about. Mad. We had she the was... biggest debate in the parking lot because Julia kept bringing up, oh yeah, it's such a cliche. It's such a cliche about this and that. And Sam would be like, okay. Where in that cliche was it similar to this movie where the there's trains. obviously a cliche? And she was, Sam, oh my, oh my god, she was saying, too. okay, so one thing that she was saying was cliche was the fact that it took place on a train, which I feel like is way too vague of anything to be called a cliche. Like, there's this movie, which is like an action movie that takes place on a train. There's Murder on the Orient Express, which is a murder mystery on a train. There's an episode there's... of Adventure Time called Infinity Train where they're on the train forever and they never leave sure. until they die. There's also there's also a movie about that where more or less, like, 
the outside world is complete ass and so now all like the entire rest of humanity is now on this train that does just a circle of the globe um you're doing stuff like that proves your point in any way Juliana, <laughs> which it absolutely does not it proves my point um, trains are overrated <laughs> Your point wasn't trains are overrated. Your point was it was a cliche that it was on a train, which it absolutely wasn't. The fact that it is purely on a train is not enough to make it a cliche. If there have been like 10 murder mysteries on a train and you're like, oh, someone got murdered on a train and now they have to figure out why it was, that would be a cliche. But just being like, this movie takes place on a train. That's the whole premise of the story. The whole story is like they're hired on a mission to figure out why people are dying on this train. They figure out within the first like two minutes, they're like, oh, it's him. But it's like you just said the synopsis of like their mission. That was their mission title. Their mission is to kill a dude. Their mission is to murder someone. I I'm not gonna keep going into this, but obviously I could continue with my train thing. It's a little silly. I should stop. I'll stop. Well, I guess we'll just leave it off there for um, Anime Lovers Anonymous because we truly went in depth there with our personal opinions and you know stupid opinions and uh, other stupid opinions. But like, don't worry about it, guys. It's all good. Calm down. Calm down. (laughs) What we can watch about? What have we been seeing? Nothing. I I haven't watched anything either. All the animes that I was enjoying have ended, uh, and now I'm just waiting for the next season. Uh, There are some good-looking ones. I don't know the names of any of them. I've just seen trailers, and they look fun. Um, To Your Infinity is still going on. Are you watching that? Which one? To Your Eternity? Oh, yeah. There's that one at Tokyo Revengers, which I talked about previously. Um... I was enjoying two of your eternity, so I probably should continue to do that. I will be it. honest. Uh, I recently started playing Hollow Knight, and so now that's kind of all I've been doing. Um, there you go. So I've not been watching anime. Um, I I highly recommend Fruits Basket again. I'm just gonna keep going with that. If you just keep on. Week. I recommend it every week. It gets better every week. I swear to God, I can't believe they outdo the bar every time. So that's my recommendation. But yeah. And those of you that want to hear a more in-depth description about Fruits Basket, go to Juliana's channel. That's a link in the description right there. All right. <laughs> this is sponsored by Juliana Fruits Basket. I have definitely no, I don't. But I guess I should make one now. I, I guess you one. have. You have. I watched one of your vlogs. You go like somewhat in depth. Oh. Oh, but like Lies, I, I definitely I'll make a dedicated know, video to fruits. Doesn't basket. even know her own content. Like no, imagine, but I have I don't imagine. have a dedicated video to it, but I'll make one. I will make one now. Um so transitioning. All right, we were talking about this earlier, right before the movie like actually happened, like in those trailer sections of the movie. Um when you get a text from somebody that you're supposed to hang out with that like later tonight, and they say, Hey, I can't hang out anymore, like I'm gonna watch my parents play golf okay let's just use that bullshit <laughs> excuse and then you see later like two hours later on their snapchat they posted on their story partying out in la which is com- the complete obvious i mean opposite than what the week then what they said this this vaccine is affecting me someone take this over like i swear right. so okay we're- we're- <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Uh, okay so more or less what we were talking about is uh Juliana was going to hook up with this dude. Wait, uh, I should to- tell this then. I should tell this. 
Wait. You told me to tell it. I didn't know that you were going to talk about me. I didn't realize. I so this is about me. I'm sorry. I will take it back. I'm going to take this back from here. This is about me. So I'm going to tell it. I was talking about on the podcast uh, a couple weeks, the uh, last episode that I don't remember. We didn't give him a name, but anyway, he wanted me to come over to Reno. And so I was planning on going over to Reno and last minute he's like, I have finals. I can't hang out. I'm so sorry. I didn't even think about it. I'm like, well, I don't really care. I didn't really care. I was like, okay, bye. And I see on a Snapchat, like a day later, he's partying, partying, the beer pong, all the fun things, the girls, the beaches, not the beaches. I meant to say the pools, the pools, like he's having a blast. And I'm like, okay, that's completely different from finals. Like he was saying that he had a final on Sunday. That doesn't make any sense. Unless it does. I don't really know, but I didn't really care anymore because he was having parties. will have finals to uh does over the weekend does, is my, so it's possible. <laughs> does is like, oh sorry my niece is like right bullshit. in front of me my, oh! no my niece is like right in front of me the kid like putting her nose to like the, the door and so she's just smushing uh, the entire face like that's really cute oh my god <laughs> i hate I, I i don't hate kids but that's adorable <laughs> that's adorable anyway she hates them specifically you know it's got to be a certain kid no I've, I've never met her but i'd love to i'm sure she's adorable josh's niece juliana hates you I don't know. You probably yes, don't watch no, this, but I Juliana hates you. I, okay, the partying. And when someone lies to you, the point of this is when someone ghosts you, are they a good person or not? <laughs> wait, wait, no, it's not ghost you. It's if they lie about what they're doing, even though they told you they were going to do something different and they canceled mm-hmm. on you to do that. So that, that's what you're asking. Juliana said, it doesn't matter. But me and Sam says, let me say that it obviously hurts us. And you just tell us the truth. And it does matter. I think it's no, like I, I said that guy, I, I mean, like, he's an asshole for lying to me. Like, I don't appreciate being lied to. But mm. I mean, that in itself, like him dropping, like, I'd rather have him told me, hey, there's a bunch of parties happening this weekend. So I'd rather party than hang out with you. I would have been rather told that instead of been lied to. And even then, like, I would probably still not be interested in the idea of seeing him because it's like, well, if I'm not your first priority, you're obviously not interested in me enough to, like, actually pursue hanging out or going on a date or whatever. So it might not even be worth my time. And it's a three-hour drive to get there. So, like, it might really not be worth my time. But he actually tried to reach out to me and then I ghosted him. I think that's why I said ghosted. Uh I ghosted him. So that's not good. Don't do that. (laughs) The moral of the story here is if you're going to lie to someone about what you're doing in order to ditch them, don't be a dumbass and post <laughs> about it on social media. That is true. The don't main way that. you're talking to that person is probably on social media. So they're going to see what you're doing. Just people, please stop being so stupid. Sam is so upset for me. I'm kidding. Just in general. Has it happened to Just you ever? In general. No, I think it's happened to all of us. I don't know. If it has happened to me, I'm not on social media, so how the hell would I know? Uh, uh, like, I'm sure so, I'm sure people have been like, oh, yeah, sorry, I have to go to my dog's bar mitzvah. Uh, is, this, and, is this, like, is this a thing? No, that's not an actual example. Okay. It's the first, the first <laughs> fake scenario that came to my mind. Um, and then, like, just gone and, like, hung out with someone else or done some shit like that. Uh, I'm sure that's happened, but whatever. 
I've done that. Judge. I'm gonna be honest. I've done it too. I, I've definitely done it too. Um, I'm just trying to think if I've ever done it like to you guys specifically. I know you have. We have an example of it. Definitely have. There was Do a we? night where we wanted to have edibles at my house, and Josh was like, "I might come. I might not. I'm partying." No, he didn't lie. He just he didn't us lie. You didn't, you didn't lie to us though, so that is different. So I can't <laughs> think see? of a time that you lied. Honesty, right there. Yeah. Um, I forget why we were so intense, like before the movie. I forget who took what, like argument, but we it was super intense because the other one had a strong opinion about it um i know i guys, can't remember anymore i remember, thought you like, said that like it's fine to lie or like sometimes you have to lie in some circumstances yeah i think you do have I to lie in some true. circumstances yeah because you know sometimes in life i don't agree with that though i think that honesty is like really important to me i i don't like lying i i tell i told my parents about like the entire like 48 year old drunk bitch who is like oh yada 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 you're so hot you're like you're beautiful well, that's just like an anecdotal thing Wait. that's not something that would require you hiding it from your family yeah yeah like, that would just would you, feel like, like oh my god this crazy thing happened that wouldn't be like it oh, could have been like, like something it could have been something like say if he was like my age and like someone was flirting with me and i went off and hooked up with him like i don't think i would tell my family that yeah so that would be a story but that would be something that you potentially hide from your parents but it was just some old drunk dude talking at you for two hours like that's not something you hide from your parents because there's nothing to hide. Like, if you don't tell them, it's probably because, like, but I mean, I, I, I definitely need your perspective on it because I only know my own perspective. So, hearing this, I, I would, I don't even know what to think of it. So, that's good to know. But it's, it's like, it's a he junk, sounds it's a like a weirdo, but he sounds like a weirdo, but I don't know. I, I don't even know how it comes off as I tell it because I, I imagine it as something like, it was a, I don't know. I can't really go back into it more and more, but what you're describing is not how I see it. So it's interesting to hear your perspective. But with the guy from Reno at the end of the day, just, just stay home. Just stay home. Josh, take notes. <laughs> just stay home. No, Josh has fun nights. I need to go with Josh and have all these fun <laughs> drinking nights. Quick thing uh, to the commenter, Jessalyn. Uh, we did see your comment. We unfortunately did not have time to uh, look into the topic you wanted us to cover. So we will. Uh, she wanted us to go and find the worst WikiHow articles and then compare them. Oh. Uh, she thought that would be fun, which I also think sounds pretty entertaining. Yeah, we can do that um, next week. Yeah, so we will do that next week. Uh, just know that we're not ignoring your we will get to that. Thank you, so, moving on to our final topic for the day, uh, which is, again, coming thanks to my ethics class, uh, which is talking about the concept of immortality and whether or not we would like to be immortal. And so uh, immortality comes in different forms in different, um, in different types of media, so I'm going to set some ground rules, which is uh, you cannot die and cannot be killed, you also, meaning you also can't commit suicide. Uh, these are now separate powers, but I'm going to add them on because it would make immortality more livable. Uh, you do not age. You will stay at, let's say, like 25 or something, like in your 20s. So you're in, like, a good time of your life. Uh, 
and you will eventually heal from most injuries. Meaning like if you fell off of a building, you wouldn't just be like a puddle of soup for all of eternity that can't die. Uh, like you would eventually heal. It might take a while and you still experience pain, uh, but you would eventually go back to normal. That's just crazy. A puddle of soup. That's a great, like, oh, I can't imagine for our podcast listeners, like what that they hear when they hear that. I hear, oh, anyway, what do you think, Sam? What do you think? Would you want to be immortal? Uh, personally, no, I think immortality would be horrible uh, because I think a longer lifespan would be fantastic so that I would have enough time to go and explore whatever I wanted. I could go and I could study different things in college and I could do all this different stuff. Uh, but living in, for an infinite amount of time would be horrible because eventually you would just run out of stuff to do. And it might take like hundreds, maybe thousands of years, but eventually you will have done everything there is to do, experienced everything there is to experience. Uh, and then you'll be stuck. You'll still have nothing to do. Because keep in mind, you don't have additional powers. You don't have uh, infinite money. You can't teleport or anything like that. You're still restricted by society. Uh, and so I personally think it would be quite painful to be immortal. I agree. I agree that immortality sounds terrible, but like back to your, I don't actually remember if you made this point, but I like the idea of having your body of like a 25 year old for your entire lifetime. You were saying like, you'd like to live a longer life to be able to look like you did when you were 25 for your entire life, like youthfulness and beauty, like I guess it's important to me just because like I'm a woman or whatever, but like at the same time, like your agility is the same as when you were hey, when we you were 25. About, we care about our looks too. Boom. There you go. So like it being 25 your entire life, like that sounds like sick in its own way. And also like uh, completely but unrelatable. But you're 25 forever. <laughs> yeah, I know. For like immortality is and thousands of lifespans. Like, do you just want me to say, like, no, I don't want to be immortal? Because, like, that's ultimately no, my answer. Like, I don't want to be immortal. Like, it's not for me. But at the same time, like, parts of it sound sweet. And it's just interesting, like, people that want to be immortal forever, like, I I really do wonder, like, what is the motive? Because, like, we have two no's of, like, no, we don't want to be immortal. But there are people that do. And, like, now I'm curious, like, why? Why would you want to be immortal? But Josh, what's your this- Oh, sorry. Oh, there's this one movie like Age of Adeline and she lives like all these multiple lives like also Wonder Woman for example because she lives very she's a very long lifespan and she lives all these wonderfully different lives and like that looks quite incredible and it's it's commendable but you're incredibly alone and they mentioned this in the Wonder Woman 1984 movie where she like loses the love of her life and he comes back and she's like so happy and she is so lonely in her immortality and she can't she can't see herself living without him but living with him is like the end of the world if you haven't seen it i highly recommend it but that also gives me like evidence to like why would i want to live forever so to answer your question no i would like to live a very short 90 80 years of life 90 years of life 
if I could. Josh, what about you? I think normally I would say no, just as like just as you guys would. But I think today I'll say yes, just to play devil's advocate and also like to try oh, yeah. and maybe gain a different perspective. <laughs> that would actually maybe make me like change my mind. I think. Yeah. And I think the reason I say would say yes this time would be um, doing all those experiences and trying out a new life every time. Um, so obviously you'd stay the same person, but you could try a different career, a different friendship, a different relationship in every single way. Um, so to keep things interesting, obviously. And then obviously, I think we take death all, like, all super differently because we don't really know what's going to happen. Some people think it's religious. Some people think it's not. Some people think it's something else, right? But when you're not going to die, you don't really feel a certain pressure, I think. You don't have to. Yeah. You don't have a pressure when it comes to, you know, death or not being able to live out certain things or to do other things, which is why life is great, but also why life is horrible. So I think when you're staying alive forever you're always going to have it's great and it's horrible as well but it's what you make of it at the end of the day sometimes the media like makes us portray certain things and i think being immortal is often portrayed as being horrible as well but if you don't really give it a shot then that's all you're ever going to think right you're never going to think it's great because you're always thinking it's bad so i think there's a lot of benefits there's also some cons but i think i would definitely give it a try if i had the option to because there's so many things in this world that are amazing that I probably will never get to try. Wait, yeah, have, have uh, any of you seen Yona of the Dawn? Have you heard of that manga series, Yona of the Dawn? It's also an anime. Nope. Nah. There's this one character, and like there's four people, and they have very specific attributes that make them very powerful. One of them is this guy lives forever, and he's lived like multiple lives and seen many reincarnations of people. But the point is, is that what he does with his lifespan is that he sleeps through major events in history because he like he can't handle it sometimes like he gets so overwhelmed with all the wonderful things that happen in one person's lifetime that he is so he can't handle another person's lifetime so he sleeps for like a thousand years or 500 years then he wakes up lives another lifespan and once those people die he goes back to sleep so if I could live an immortality, a life that was immortal I would imagine myself to be using a lot of my immortality to sleep through history and I would sleep through the global warming issues. I would sleep through a pandemic and like, I'd be, I wouldn't even know it existed. So <laughs> that seems kind of interesting. And, and one potential counter to the argument I made of like, oh, eventually you'll try everything and you'll get bored is there's a chance that society will progress fast enough that you'll always have new stuff to do. Uh, like new technology will be invented. VR is just starting to be fully developed. Who knows what that'll bring? Uh, commercial space travel is just starting to become a thing. Um, you could, why are you giving me that look? Yeah. Wait, but like no it's one's on going like to, no verge. one's going to Mars, right? No one's going. Not like yet, once you go to Mars, you you're live, not coming back. If right? you live, if you're immortal, at some point we're gonna get to. I'm oh, suspecting that at some yeah. point you're gonna. Humanity is gonna progress to the point where traveling right. to Mars is the same as like going and driving for us like to San Francisco, where it'll just be like 
an easy thing to do. Not necessarily it'll take the same amount of time, but it'll be as casual where you're just yeah, like, oh, yeah. hold on, let me go and take, instead of take the bus to San Francisco, it's, oh, let me go and take the spaceship to Mars. Like I, I suspect that we as a society, if we can figure out how to not wipe ourselves out, uh, we'll manage to get to that point. Yeah, newsflash, like, that, this world can't handle us for too much longer. Like, we're going to have to try intergalactic space travel sooner or later. Because we're destroying our own world, and it's not going to last any much longer. Yeah, though, actually, like, this no, is something No, it's just, like, I, irreparable damage is going to happen in, like, nine years or something, right? Like, but the world's going to last. It's just, it's going to become shittier and shittier and shittier and shittier and grosser and nastier. Yeah, right? so that is something that I had, uh, a distinction I had heard, which is, the earth is going to be fine. What's going to be screwed is us. Uh, because we're not going to like blow up earth. We're going to just make it so that we can't live here anymore. And if we eventually get wiped out or are forced to leave, the earth will eventually be like, we'll just be fine how it is. And life will adapt and change on earth. Uh, so the planet is going to be fine. <laughs> but we as a species might be fucked. I have no idea like living on like living on mars like didn't they just recently find water on mars like i like and that's like how much water is on mars no no they found traces or it's like not even water in the past water in the past i think they found like traces of subsurface ice i think so like where's the water well like how are people really living on mars i know that like a lot of people have talked about how rich people are gonna be the people that live on mars and like all of us poor slummers are just gonna chill here and die and live in nasty earthland and get lung cancer or what have you been reading what well this is just like what like this is more like a very fantastical like version of what could potentially happen not really what might happen because we don't know but like this is like like walking dead for example that's a very fantastical advent uh, version of like the apocalypse that's kind of what I mean. I know I'm going into like some fantasy moment. So also, I don't think from a more like science, going back to a more scientific point of view, I don't think people are really thinking about replacing Earth with Mars. Uh, I don't think Mars has the capabilities to sustain human life. I think we're looking at stuff, out, planets outside of our solar system uh, as potentially where we would have to go. That's kind of sick. I think it's kind of like, you can think of it like this, how the US have like army bases all around the world, like an army base in Japan. Uh, It's kind of like a transit point, you know? Like in Mars, we'll have a transit point from Mars to another planet where we have some tons of supplies, people, parts, you know? Yeah. I like that. Um, I I wish I remember this title of this movie. It was very, um, it was a very good movie, but it was very like Republican. And I don't know why I say that. It's not like trying to be mean or anything. It's just like, it was like very military based. The end of the world was coming. Asteroids were hitting the earth. And everyone was like, and very important people were being told by the government to go to military bases. And they were going to be shipped to like very safe points in the world that weren't going to get hit by asteroids. And they were going to wait until the asteroids stopped hitting the earth. And then they would use those people with very special job skills to rebuild our world. And I was a Republican based. What? Like it's yeah. like the military. That like just sounds there's like action. So like that like, just sounds like action movie. When yeah. you study like film, um, film they talk about like when movies have military based in them, 
it's a projecting a political agenda that the military is very important and without the military we wouldn't be able to survive certain situations like these when that so may or may like, not be entirely true so that's like half of all action movies if not yeah. more because like, almost all action movies are in some way military based and there's like no individuals from the military or just the military in general there's no party basis right there it's just the military no it's not party basis it's just that sir like the setting was in kentucky for example and it's like these people like it's the setting isn't like not the coastlines like a lot of stories are based on the coastlines like hollywood movies is what i'm referring to like they're very like hollywood tends to be very liberal so in this in comparison this movie isn't portraying itself to be a very liberal movie and like I don't really mean to like say anything. I'm not trying to say anything bad about it. It was a very good movie. It, 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 like, <laughs> I don't know how you say this. Really I don't know how movie. you say this. No, it was a really good movie. I highly recommend it. Like, I just can't what remember. Was the movie? I'm gonna have to look it up, but it was really good. It, I, <laughs> I keep saying that. I don't know but what it is. They, the people, the main characters, they are trying to get themselves to Greenland in order to protect their family. And they have to deal with like, oh, the guy had to deal with this guy who's Irish, and he had to deal with racism for being an, an Irish immigrant and or a Scottish immigrant. I'm sorry, I don't remember. But anyway, like they were like, oh, you got chosen to go uh, to these government bunkers. He couldn't go because of the government, like something blew up, so he wasn't able to go, and he had to go to Greenland on his own. But this man came to him, and he was like, oh, well, why did the government choose for you to go to these bunkers if you're like a an immigrant? You're a first generation immigrant from scotland like no like mm -hmm. americans have the right to be getting on these flights not some immigrant like you and so this guy nice. like tries to like kill him like he has a hammer and he's like give me your oh. wristband that the government gives you and if you don't give me your wristband i'm gonna kill you and he's like i'm not giving it to you and so he has to kill the man in order to get him off his back it's very Yikers, bro. it's the end of the world like uh, asteroids lots of dead people everywhere like uh, there's this one Vine star from it, King Bach. I don't know if any of you know who he is, but he was in this movie and he was the token black guy that dies. Like random things like that, like Damn. Hollywood token shit like that. I want to go on a limb. I haven't watched the movie, but I don't think it was like just based like racist. I think it was no, more of a- No, it's not racist. It's not racist. It's conservative. That's different. It's, <laughs> no, it's, it's not even it's not even conservative because all you mentioned was military base and just being military base isn't conservative i really or potentially I'm, the well, the immigrant thing was potentially a stronger argument for it but no i was just about to touch on that i think it mentioned immigrant because as an american citizen to be not given access to go to an american base i think it was more of like a skill basis and yeah. that's why the immigrant went to the you know the base but i don't think it was really like racist i think it was no just, like, the man was racist. being racist or not racist just dude. discriminatory he was just he's not being racist because the guy's white but like he's discriminating against him for being an immigrant so yeah. which i, I could <sighs> see I in that wish, movie I, basis, I, I wish i could have shown this movie to you guys before we started i really highly recommend it i'll figure this one out i'm sorry about that there's just a there will be there will be a link somewhere here uh podcast people i don't know somewhere, somewhere. you'll have to watch the youtube video to figure it out anyway yeah, podcast people come and subscribe to the youtube channel it would be very much appreciated and youtube people subscribe to the youtube channel again it's uh hugely appreciate if you could subscribe to us we probably don't 
clutter your subscription box that much because we post maybe once a week. Uh, and it just helps us out a ton. There you go. You know what I was thinking? Mm-hmm. Going back to the immortal thing, me and Sam like read a lot of like mar- like martial arts and like shonen uh, animes or mangas or like novels, right? And they always like get to a point where like they outlive certain like lifespans, right? To the parents or like, something like that because like yep. the key or like their movements and martial arts like make them expand their lifespan. And every time they do that, they don't really forget like their relatives and their friends and their experiences, but they move on and they know that as they progress and they kill more people, obviously, which is obviously, you can look at it. The point of the... <laughs> um, they start to realize that, you know, these worlds can work on their own and being a spectator and being this person that has a lot of power, uh, what they do in their life doesn't really matter to you at all. If you want to be content and live in a cave, which is what a lot of like old powerful people are portrayed as in these like certain adventures and action films, uh, they just sit in a cave and just do nothing because they know those ants, what they do doesn't really affect me. If I want to be content with my life, I'll be content. If I want to go and go to the peak and keep fighting and fight the good fight to move on, then I can do that as well. But it's up to it's it's to it's up to your choice and what you want to do with your life, if if you're immortal or not. And that's what's gonna make it. That's what's gonna make it. What you do. I agree. I'm gonna leave it on that. I agree on that. I found the movie. The movie is called Greenland, and you can watch it on okay. Hulu if you'd like. I for you too. I have a Hulu subscription, so you'll be able to watch it. I'll send that to you. I have one too. Greenland. I do as well. Oh, you do. Okay, well then, uh, perfect. Yeah. Well then, yeah, you can just watch it. It's called Actually, Greenland. If not, yes. I have one. Wait, do you have Hulu with ads or no ads? No ads. I don't like. Uh, I'll take your. I'll take yours then. I'm going <laughs> ads. Yeah. So. Wait, isn't Hulu? Is Hulu with ads not free? Well, you have, you have a choice. No, it's, it's you choice. Hulu. You can only watch it, it. There's like the $6 a month thing, and then there's the $11 a month, and $6 uh, you can watch it, but it's with ads. And then $11, got it, got it, got it. no ads. And then there's even higher levels. Not worth it. But Roku just comes with that shit, so. With, does Roku have ads? Not Roku. No. Roku does not come with it. You have to pay for it, like monthly, no? I'm pretty sure. It came with something. I know it came with a subscription. That happened to my dad. My dad got YouTube TV with Roku or something like that. But regardless, thank you. That guy named John Garrity is in the movie. And he's always like in all those action movies. Like he has that beard. John Garrity. Don't know. Is he in Greenland or are you referring to a different movie? He's in Greenland. Yeah, he's in Greenland. But he's like and always like he's always in those action movies because he's got that beard and like that that face for action (laughs) movies. John Garrity is um the character not the not the actor's name are you sure no 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 the actor... his name is gerard butler in fact no, no, gerard butler gerard butler was the phantom in the phantom of the opera gerard Gut- butler in 2001 so he's got a little musical thing but he was a terrible phantom that movie sucks but i loved it as a kid. Of the phantom of the opera yeah, the movie version of the Phantom of the Opera. Oh, I've never actually seen the movie version. Oh, but you're right. He did London and Fallen and Angels has Fallen, Olympus has Oh, wow. I told you. Oh, uh, look, he was also he doing was the Hercules 300? or Here you go, Sam. Right for you. Oh, I recognize that. Dude. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, the Phantom. He's in all the action movies. My mom used to think he was really hot. But he I is handsome. Really like He's a handsome man. Yeah, he looks like a handsome dude. He's a handsome man. All right, and with that, I think we will uh, leave it off for this week.
Uh, again, comment down below. I forget what we asked you. Oh, uh, what got you to listen to our podcast? Uh, yeah. Uh, how you found out about us? Um, if you have any questions please. for us, you can leave it down there below. You could also email us at oh. our email, which is the no culture podcast at gmail.com again the no culture podcast at gmail.com we'd love to answer any yes. of your questions thank you again her name was jesslyn yes jesslyn thank you very much again and we'll be uh answering that question next next week and yeah mm -hmm. if you guys ever have any questions let us know uh or if you'd you like to us? share your oh. also if you'd like to share your opinion on uh anything we talk about we are more than happy to respond to any other uh, more or less any comments that we get, uh, if they're not talking about drip or uh, bullying Nico, um, <laughs> we're Don't more than that. happy to respond and talk about it. So yeah, <laughs> you can find me at Sumshnay on, I guess, Instagram. You can find me at Juliana McKenna everywhere. And you can find me at Coffee Meets Bagel. Thank you guys. Peace we'll out, see guys. you next week. Coffee meets bagels? Yeah, it's another dating app. No, it's not, oh, okay. bitch. <laughs> it is. What? Stop